Hi, everybody. Before we get into this episode, I had to let you know, like I'm literally bursting at the seams, that on March 13th, Scouts Agency is launching something major. We have been working on this for months, all with the intention to serve your business expansion and catapult your brand awareness. Now, If you want to have first access at our early bird pricing plus access to bonuses, sign up on our waitlist at scoutsagency.com slash waitlist. There will be limited spots available, so if you've been ready to go from the plateaued business owner to the visible visionary, you're going to want first access. Again, that's scoutsagency.com slash waitlist. S-C-O-U-T-S-A-G-E-N-C-Y dot com slash waitlist to sign up for first access. I'm bursting at the seams and I know I have to keep this a secret for just a couple weeks longer, so cannot wait. Okay, let's get into the episode. Have you ever said to yourself, this is just for now? All the while you're daydreaming about a different life circumstance that you'll one day courageously capture? Hi loves, I'm Scout, and every time I hear someone tell me that their job, career, relationship, life circumstance is quote-unquote good for now, my mind goes insane as I frantically try to pull the true meaning out of them and figure out actionable steps to achieve what they envision in their head. This idea of setting a better standard for your life is what this podcast is all about. Let's do this. Hi, love. It's Scout. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so excited about today's episode because it is all about how to set a new standard for your life, which is really the backbone of this podcast. It's all about finding the areas in your life that you aren't 100% stoked on and figuring out how to up-level that. And that's not to say that it's a means of pressure that you should always be better or that there's a better version of yourself that you should be ashamed of yourself today. This is really about loving yourself so much that you want the best for yourself. And instilling a huge sense of self-confidence in yourself that says, you know, I deserve better than this and I deserve my life to look like this. And so I'm going to create it that way. So I talk a lot about creating your life, designing your future, setting the new standard for your life is step number one. So what does it mean to really set a new standard for your life? It means that something in your life is stuck energetically. This could be your relationship, your career, how you talk to yourself, your inner dialogue, where your self-love and self-confidence is, your daily mood. It could be anything from the way you feng shui your house to the way you spend your morning routines, to the way you talk to your parents, to the way you treat your significant other, to the way they treat you. It's a whole, there's so many areas in your life that you can look at and don't get over overwhelmed by that, right? There's so many things that we can improve upon that would give us greater happiness and greater fulfillment, but we don't need to necessarily tackle every problem. I always tell a friend if they're going through a really rough time and they're about to go to therapy to really unravel their life, to not necessarily start with everything, but to make a list and create a priority list, right? So the first thing on your priority list, is it your relationship? Is it your career? Is it your self-talk? Where do you want to start first? And then pick the thing that really bothers you the most that you really want to change for yourself and focus on setting a new standard there. So for me, um, it all started, I think the first time I really up-leveled and set a new standard for my life was after being depressed and anxious and hypomanic and being diagnosed with bipolar disorder, I had dropped out of college, I had quit jobs, I had quit internships, I was so unfunctioning. I was living with my parents. I just couldn't even hold a job. I couldn't hold an internship. I couldn't hold 
going to classes every day. Everything filled me with such dread and anxiety that essentially my life was really had in nowhere, right? It was not on a clear track. It was not I was not putting one foot in front of the other. I was not creating a life that I wanted to live. I was so bogged down and so overwhelmed in a depression that ran my life. I didn't run my mental health, my mental health or my mental illness ran me. So when I started dating my now husband, then boyfriend, um, at that point I had dropped out of college. I wasn't in college. I had quit my jobs and I was severely depressed. And he looked at me very early on in our relationship and he said, I don't care if you're depressed. If you're depressed and hopeful, I don't care. I can live with that. I can help you. But if you're depressed and hopeless, I can't be in this relationship. And a light bulb went off inside of my head. It was almost as if I had lost so much. I had lost my college experience. I had lost internship experiences, um, opportunities that when this man who I loved was standing in front of me telling me kind of this reality check and this wake-up call, I decided in that moment that I was not going to lose him as well. And if I did lose him, it would be very difficult for me to recover because I didn't know what else there was out there for me at that moment in time. So the minute he said that, I he, I think he went home. I think I was alone or he was sleeping. I don't really remember, but I whipped out my computer and I started researching support groups. And he is in the uh, recovery, so he's in 12-step programs. And so I found Depressions Anonymous and I started going to Depressions Anonymous. And then I ordered all these books that night and I started reading about the serenity prayer and I did the 12 steps and it was this whole thing. And it just, this energy flew through me and I didn't know it then, but I was setting a new standard for my life. I was looking at my mental illness in the face and saying, not anymore. Yeah, you might visit me and yeah, I might feel you, but you're not the one in control around here. I am. And so when I set that new standard for my life, all of the actions that I took after that moment were in support of this greater vision of me being a functioning, satisfied, fulfilled, um, what's the word? It starts with a C. Should I write it all the time? capable, that's the wrong one, but um, able to actually live, right? Able to get up in the morning and have a morning routine and go to work or work on whatever it is I want or get a workout in or have brunch with my friends, whatever my schedule might look like that day. But I, after setting that new standard for my life on that exact day, an energy pulled through me that said, even if I feel shitty, even if my depression comes back, which it came back again and again and again and again over the years, I have set a new standard for my life. And so I will fight for that standard. And that was really the first time that I saw a shift in my life. I saw that I could take control over something and not control in the sense that, you know, I'm not surrendering to the universe and I'm, you know, trying to control all aspects of my life. But I realized that I have control over the narrative in my head and I have control over how I treat my bipolar disorder. I might not have control that I have bipolar disorder, but I have control how I show up and treat it when it shows up on my doorstep. And so the minute my husband, then boyfriend, said, what if, you know, I won't care if you're depressed and hopeful, it was this light bulb of what would my life look like if I infused it with a little bit of hope. The second time I set a new standard for my life in a really big way was when I started my business, Scouts Agency. At that point, I had been working on my mental health for years, and even though I had the worst depressive episode probably of my life a few months into Scouts Agency, I had gotten to a point where I understood that I had to work for things, and I got into a point where I was functioning in society, and therefore, I had room to dream about the next standard for my life, which was such 
a privilege for me at that point because I had grown so used to not being able to have goals or have dreams and knowing that my psychiatrist and my therapist and my doctors weren't exactly certain if I could ever meet a certain type of criteria for functioning society or build myself a career that was really fulfilling and that I could even handle responsibility. So once I got to a point with my mental health where I'd set that standard that I am stronger than what comes at me and I will not give up no matter what, I really started thinking about what I wanted for my life. And what I wanted for my life was to be my own boss. I had started and stopped and grown and evolved through a few entrepreneurial pursuits over the years as I started setting this new standard for my mental health. Um, Dreams of a career and what I wanted to do with my life started seeping in. But I was at a point where, you know, I was 27 and I really wanted to be my own boss and I wanted to build something that was financially viable and supportive and successful. And so I decided to set a new standard for my career and that career was creating Scouts Agency. And I started Scouts Agency with a fervor. I remember telling my dad and my husband about it, and they thought, oh, you know, do you have time for this? And, you know, this is another one of your entrepreneurial pursuits that's not going to go anywhere. And I never, ever listened to outside noise, guys. Even this is coming from the two most supportive people in my life, right? I never listened to outside noise because if you feel something in your gut, in your intuition that you know you have to pursue, that you have to execute on, that you have to bring into this world, listen to that, okay? Because that is what's going to pull your energy forward. That's what's going to make you successful. That's what's going to help you find fulfillment. Stay in your lane. Don't listen to outside voices and go for what you believe in your heart you deserve. And so I knew that I deserved a company that was successful. And I knew that it wasn't about giving it to me on a silver plate because I deserved it, but I deserved to work towards that. There's a difference, right, between being entitled and deserving something or deserving the work that comes with being successful. I deserved the work that comes with building a company. And so I got to work. I was moved by this energy. I sent out 1,000 or 1,500 emails in the first two weeks to get my first 10 clients. I busted my ass and created Scouts Agency, quit my full-time job three months or four months later, hired my first employee, Naomi, about six months into the company, got an office, built a six-figure revenue in one year, and have completely doubled our revenue um, in March from November and December. So it has been a whirlwind, but I deserved that work. I deserved that growth. I deserved that challenge. And I knew that. And I set that standard for my life. And once I set it, every action I took every single morning, waking up in the morning, doing my meditation, doing my morning pages, journaling, um, gratitude, daily stoic, all of those things were preparing me to get to work and open my computer and figure out the creative way to grow the company. And if you're listening to this, and this is your first episode of listening to this podcast, Scouts Agency is a PR agency that specializes in female voices, brands, and companies. And we have a little bit of a PR niche in the podcast world. Um, But we do a lot of podcast stuff, and then we do a lot of traditional PR. So our clients have been written about in Who, What, Where, Mary Claire, Forbes, Entrepreneur, BuzzFeed, Bustle, Essence, Domino, you name it. Um, We've gotten our clients in there, which has been so amazing and wild to see. And I think at the ethos of Scouts Agency is helping women's brands and voices and talents really get their message across to the world. And so it has been 
one of the most rewarding years of my life. And it all started because I set that new standard, right? I decided what it was, what I was deserving of. I decided the highest level of potential for my life. And that's not to say in five or 10 years, I'll set a new one, right? Like it's not about how many new standards that you are to set. And it's not about setting a new standard that is so disproportionate to where you are today, right? Like really think about where you are today. Don't make the leap from zero to 75 or zero to 100, as they say. You know, take the first step. Set the new standard that's from zero to 20. See how that feels. Master level 20. Then set it to 30. Then 40. Then 50. My entrepreneurial journey started when I was 22. I have been through one, two, three, four, five. This is my sixth project, if you want to call it, that I have worked on in my life that has finally gotten me to a point where I can support myself financially and support my employee financially. And that took a while. That took a lot of new standards. That took a lot of up-leveling. I didn't do it. I wasn't super depressed and suicidal one day and working on Scott's agency the next day after I decided to set a new standard. So also keep in mind that when you set a new standard, it's your life's work. It's a life's journey. It is not one thing you say to yourself one day and then the next day your life is up-leveled. You know, you don't get abs in one workout. You know, I've tried. doesn't work. The same goes for this. You got to be prepared to work. You got to say, I deserve that work. You got to say, I'm excited about that work. You have to be in love with the process because if you're not in love with the process and you're only in love with that new standard, you're never going to embody that new standard. You have to love digging into yourself and climbing so vigorously to where you want to be that when you get there, you say, yeah, this is where I thought I'd be. This is where I should be and stand there in confidence. I also want to talk about self-confidence. When you set a new standard for your life and you follow through and you create a new level of your life, you're actually building self-confidence. Ed Milet said that self-confidence is the ability to keep promises to yourself. So if you make a promise, okay, I'm going to set a new standard in my career. I would like to start a blog. By the end of week one, I'm going to have the name picked out, the Instagram handle secured, the domain name, and I'm going to pick a website builder that I would like to host my blog on. If you keep that promise to yourself by the end of week one or week two, however, whatever your timeline looks like, you will develop an inch into yourself, a level of self-confidence that is going to grow and grow and grow every time you keep a promise that you make to yourself. You would not break a promise, an important promise to your friend, why do you break daily promises to yourself? So when you say, this is the new standard, this is what I'm going to do to get here, and here's the mapped out version of how I'm going to get there, keep those promises. And with that will become will come self-confidence building. And the more you build self-confidence, the more you can say, oh yeah, that task, I got that. I can do that. This week that's crazy with a hundred million things to do because I got to get to this point in my business. Yeah, I, I have confidence in myself that I'll do that. And then you start to understand your potential. And when you understand your potential, then your dreams get so much bigger. They expand, they widen, they influence more. And so it's all about the small step that starts with, what do I do in week one? Figure out how that feels in your body once you've actually accomplished that. Feel that promise being kept to yourself and how much you respect yourself by keeping those promises and then go on to week two. 
When you're setting a new standard, I always find that it's so much more likely to happen if you write it down. So get out your notebook, write down where you want to set a new standard in your life. Let's just do one for now. Let's not overwhelm ourselves. Let's not get ahead of the curve. Let's focus on one area you want to set a new standard for yourself. Envision what that new standard feels like. What does it look like? What does it feel like? What are you doing in the morning? How do you present yourself? How do you introduce yourself now? How do you walk? How do you dress? What does it look like once you've achieved this new standard? Then I want you to write a journal entry as if it's you six months later having worked towards this new standard for six months straight. Write a journal entry like it's you in the present tense. How much money do you have in the bank? What is your relationship status like? What kind of clothes do you wear? How do you wake up feeling? How do you, what do your routines look like? What do your friendships look like? How is your relationships with your family? Where do you live? All of these things are going to create an actual visual picture of how you want your life to look. This is all manifestation, right? So by the time that you've set that new standard, you have a very clear image of what that looks like. And what the universe will do is it will inch you towards it, but it'll also expand on that vision and it'll give you, maybe you didn't realize what you needed, right? It's going to look different in six months, but there's a lot of things on that list that are going to come true just because you wrote it down and just because you said, okay, in six months, this is the goal. And then you're going to keep that promise to yourself. And then you're going to break it up and then you're going to reach it so that in six months, you have that amount of money in the bank. You have that relationship or you left that relationship that you weren't fulfilled by, or you were in an abusive relationship with, or it was unhealthy or toxic or whatever it is, or in six months, you're actually going to start dating again. What does that look like for you? Or in six months, you're going to quit your job. That's your goal, to have enough money in the bank to feel confident in quitting your day job to pursue that entrepreneurial dream. Or in six months, you're going to make three new girlfriends that you really love and that really support you and have a very flourishing friendship. Whatever this looks like in your life, Start manifesting it because when you manifest it, you put a name to it. When you put a name to it, all of a sudden it's a tangible, visible goal. And when you write it down, it doesn't just live in your head. It lives somewhere else. And if it lives somewhere else, it's more likely to come true. And read this journal entry. Every morning, read it. Say it to yourself. Keep it in. And if if manifestation feels woo-woo or crazy or whatever, imagine your day if you didn't think about your goals. What would you do during that day? Would you be working towards your goals? Maybe a little bit. But what would happen, or maybe some days you wouldn't, what would happen if every day you read your goal to yourself out loud? What would happen during that day? You would actually take actionable steps towards that goal. So it's really just the motivation and the clarity and the focus and the vision to execute every single day on what it is you want. And when I say every day, guys, you can take a break. Like sometimes I know I get intense and we talk about hustling and getting better and doing all these things. Like don't feel as if every day needs to be an up-leveling of your life. Take a fucking break. Watch Vanderpump Rules. I did that all weekend. But just know that when you do this work, it's hard and it's uncomfortable and it's personally challenging. But getting on the other side is so freaking rewarding. I wake up every day stoked that I get to go to work on Scouts Agency. I go to bed like, oh, I can't wait to be productive tomorrow. It feels good. It feels good to be working towards something that you know that is going to support your life and create your life and design your life and fill you with a fulfillment that nothing else can because you decided to do these things and these things are what the new standard for your life is. So, 
everything we talk about on this episode, I mean on this podcast, is really going to be about setting a new standard for your life, whether it's up-leveling your business or your spiritual growth or your personal development or really fine-tuning your mental health. This is going to be a space where we can talk about what's not going right for ourselves and instead of sitting in what's not going right, we give ourselves active permission to change it. So I hope that the you know your your juices are flowing and you're thinking about areas that you can create create a new standard for your life. Don't get overwhelmed by maybe there's a few areas that you would like to change. Focus on one, make a promise to yourself, and feel what it feels to keep that promise and feel what it feels to live that new standard. Because I've been doing it and I have no words. I I really all I have is gratitude. All I have is gratitude. So I hope you enjoyed this, my love, and I hope you have a beautiful day. Bye.